For so long, I thought that if my dad accepted me, I'd be happy. I'm back home now. My dad talks to me. <laughs> he even thinks I'm a hero. Everything should be perfect, right? I should be happy now. But I'm not. I'm angrier than ever, and I don't know why. There's a simple question you need to answer, then. Who are you angry at? No one. I'm just angry. Yeah. Who are you angry at, Zuko? Everyone. I don't know. Is it Dad? No, no. Your uncle? Me? No, 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 no! Then who? Who are you angry at? Answer the question, Zuko. Talk to us! Come on, answer the question. Come on, answer it. I'm angry at myself! Why? Because I'm confused. Because I'm not sure I know the difference between right and wrong anymore. You're pathetic. I know one thing I care about. I care about you. Flamio, hot men. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we're talking about a classic. It's also one of my favorites. It's book three, chapter five, The Beach, a.k.a. The Breakfast Club episode, a.k.a. The Anime Swimsuit episode. <laughs> it, so, it is fantastic. It's great. You will have I, a lot of fun. Yeah, this episode is awesome. So before we begin, what about spoilers? Okay, so, so this is a podcast where we assume you have watched every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender start to finish. We are in book three. This is this this is the home stretch. Things are getting extremely complicated, even more complicated than before. Heavy, heavy, heavy spoilers ahead. <laughs> as always. Awesome. So, for those of you who don't remember, this is the... The best episode. Yeah, this is one of the best episodes. <laughs> where This is the episode where all the Fire Nation villain teens that we know and love decide to go to the beach and have an anime swimsuit episode together. But in all seriousness, they go to the beach and they learn a lot about each other and themselves and just have pretty much a normal slice of lifestyle day at the beach. That's what yeah, I like about this episode. It's... I would say not like a normal slice of life. I would say yeah. like an emo <laughs> right. slice of life <laughs> beach episode. Mm -hmm. But every but every single anime has a beach episode. Yep. So and this show always gets thrown into the debate of whether or not it's anime. But regardless of what you think and what stance you take on that argument. At the end of the day, they take a lot of influence from anime and stuff. And this is one of them. And it's fantastic. It and it's great. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like as somebody who does watch a lot of anime, I am one of those people who does like the swimsuit episode typically. <laughs> as fan servicey as it can be at times. Just because, I don't know, it's just fun to watch characters that you like just doing mundane things. Particularly in more shonen style anime where there's like a giant serious plot that's driving the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just take a break just to hang out with characters that you like and just see them interact. It's good stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But shall we begin? Uh, before we go into like the meat of the episode, though, can we just get the Ang and the gang stuff out of the way? Yeah, because okay. or else we're never going to talk about them. Yeah, I honestly forget that they're in this episode. And Me honestly, too. Yeah, and I don't really know if they needed to be in this episode. Because on the one hand, I think the creators didn't put them in because they didn't trust us as an audience because they've done episodes like this before where they just focus on Zuko or they focus on Appa and like the rest of the gang is not really prominent or even present in something like Zuko alone. So my theory is that, well, we needed to introduce Mm -hmm. a sparky, sparky boom man at some point. (laughs) So this was the only time that they had to do it before he comes back after Zuko switches sides, I think. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. Or he comes back or he comes back like three episodes later. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they just wanted to introduce that and they couldn't figure out where to introduce him. Yeah. I out. yeah, I don't think that they wanted that large of a gap between Zuko uh who was visiting super buff Iroh in his yeah. in his prison. Um uh call calling on sparky sparky boom man um uh and then uh, have like six or seven episodes of gap before but but before that payoff i think they wanted it to feel like more of a chase and i think that is that is why they took maybe maybe four and a half or five minutes of this entire episode to put towards that plot and they probably just cut out more like lounging on the beach maybe like another azula zuko conversation maybe they mm-hmm. cut out a few lines here or here or there of breath yeah and then they added this action mm-hmm. which kind of sucks because i would have loved I to see more beach more. yeah more of the beach <laughs> itself mm-hmm. like i love the gang but this is one of those episodes where it's like did you really need to be here though anyway so just to wrap up the gang stuff, uh, they're swimming and doing more swimming and goes down with this water slide thing. They're supposed to be kind of inconspicuous, but as we've seen from episodes like The Painted Lady and Sokka's Master, these guys clearly don't know how to blend in or how to keep ever. a secret. Ever. ever. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like every episode, they're revealing themselves to somebody. <laughs> uh yeah, so he's going water sliding. He gets to the base of this water slide thing. And, um, I mean, just arrow, full frontal in sight. It could have been super easy to just leave the bandana on. But, nah. <laughs> so he's swimming, having a good time. There's two Fire Nation scout dudes, sure enough, who have... Are lucky. Yeah, who are, are lucky and have binoculars on top of that. <laughs> and put two and two together oh wait that guy's probably the avatar because look at his tattoos and then they try to send a message to the fire lord about it via messenger hawk and luckily for the gang seriously how lucky was this um sparky sparky boom man manages to intercept this messenger hawk with his like vulture sparrow Mm. vulture hawk i don't know whatever whatever it is it's cool and this dude looks cool. I like this guy's design. Uh, we, we keep calling him Sparky Sparky Boom Man. He's also known as Combustion Man. But to be fair, they never give uh, 
a we name. never find out what his name is, <laughs> which is funny. I remember a joke in the Western Air Temple episode when Zuko's trying to join up with the gang and he admits that he was the one who hired him. And Sokka's like, You sent Sparky Sparky Boo Man after us? And <laughs> Zuko's like, Well, it's not his name, but <laughs> Yeah, I I don't remember what his name would be. I don't know. I don't think they ever gave one. So, <laughs> yeah, but the dude's kind of cool. You don't see, you don't really know what his skill set is. Other than the fact, at this point in time, other than the fact that he looks intimidating, he's got like this metal arm and a metal leg. Does he have both? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah, something like that. He's got metal limbs of some sort. And uh, he's got, like, this tattoo between his eyes where um, explosions come out of, which is cool. And this dude doesn't talk. Yeah, this dude never talks. In the whole... I really like his design. Yeah, I think his design's pretty cool. It's intimidating. Wish I knew his name. <laughs> but that's okay. I think Sparky Sparky Boom Man is very fitting. I know the gang decides to go with Combustion Man later, but I prefer the former. Okay, Combustion Man. Yeah. Uh, nickname given by Sokka. Nope. No yep. name. No name. No name. <laughs> yeah. So he's here and he manages to hunt down the gang. But seriously, like, how did he know? Has he just been intercepting every messenger hawk that comes by? Because how could you know which messenger hawk has? information that pertains to this to ang being around you know so uh i think that he's literally fire nation's version of captain america so <laughs> um um in trivia uh quote a rumor said that combustion man was a fire nation soldier injured in battle who was letter mm. who was later healed using experimental techniques and those experimental techniques gave him the ability to firebend using his mind so okay so he's fire nation captain america <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tell me i I'm do want to know his story though seriously like he, his design is fascinating and, like, I mean, how do you get the metal limbs and all that jazz? And this is the first time we're able to see, like, a different brand of fire. I mean, well, no, it's not. We've seen lightning bending and we've seen blue fire at this point. But explosions is a new one. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, spoiler alert. So this, he's not the, or spoiler alert specifically for Korra, kind of. He's not the only one of these combustion people. Uh, that we see in this show anyway um another one comes up in a later season cora yeah. so there's like a whole group of people i guess who have this power i don't know how big that group is but it's kind of cool well uh he isn't doing he, he he isn't doing magic the the real cool thing is that he is doing it without uh, using hand motions or leg motion, basically body motions yeah. to help direct his chi. Mm -hmm. uh, he's basically he, doing it with his mind and, I guess, breath. Yeah, and um, uh, the explosions, while, while super awesome, 
wouldn't be that difficult for a really skilled firebender such as Azula because what he is doing is um is is he's superheating a point in air so that the so so, so that the oxygen in the air ignites and that is how he is he he is causing those explosions so he isn't really fire bending he's more energy bending and that's why it's cool Ooh. yeah that is pretty sweet good analysis yeah. yeah, so this guy's here, and he tracks down where the gang is, and while they're sleeping, he proceeds to start exploding shit, <laughs> and they're all like, wait, oh, who no. the hell is this guy? <laughs> we like, could have never guessed on? this. Yeah, oh, thank God for Toph again. See, we have a lot of, uh, yeah, Toph. Quote, thank God for Toph moments. Uh, all the time. Yeah. So this is one of them. They're sleeping. She wakes up because she hears what sounds like a metal monster coming toward them in, a, yeah. in the distance. And Jeez, thank, thank God for Toph. That's all I got to say. Was, <laughs> so, that was yeah. seriously the best. Mm-hmm. So they're all trying to make a break for it because they realize, oh, I don't know if we can beat this guy right now. And Aang proceeds to lead him away to the locale that will be the final battle spot for... Ozai versus Aang in the finale, I realized. Good catch. I did not make I did not make that connection. Yeah, I think this is the first time I caught it too, because I remember watching the finale and they just go to this place with a bunch of like rock pedestals everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is this? How did you know to go to this place, Aang? Like okay. Like <laughs> so I guess this is how. So that's a nice little subtle um way to foreshadow the final battle. Mm-hmm. So, and he kind of even does a similar move with Combustion Man here that he does in the finale where he, like, encases himself in, like, rock. Yes! Yeah. And then just pushes it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess he leaves this battle thinking, hmm, I'm gonna jot that one down as a possible location for fighting the Fire Lord later. <laughs> He probably just does, like, a list of different venues you could check out. <laughs> it's like, what were some cool spots that I had fun fights in? Um, The well in <laughs> book one was kind of cool. We can just have it at a well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah, so he manages to escape Sparky Sparky Boom Man. And mm. they all ride off on Appa. And they're all very confused. And Toph thinks it's random, but... Katara and pretty much everyone else thinks no I think that this guy knew who we were so yeah and that's the Aang in the game stuff so now on to the main event of the show and what makes this episode great and that's Zuko and Co as always as always yeah (laughs) so we've got Zuko Azula and her angel and Ozai's angels on the boat together Zuko is looking his most 2006 evanescence middle school broodiest. <laughs> I chimed in with a haven't you people ever heard of? <laughs> yeah. Wake me up inside. Wake yeah, me that's, up inside. That's Seriously, his emo hair is the longest it's ever been. Yeah. To the point where I, I listened to a com an audio commentary from the showrunners on this episode at one point, and they point out, yes, we know his hair is ridiculously long in this episode, which is why the next episode you see him in, it's like a lot shorter. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, because um, 
he 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 had to cut his hair to lose his sadness. <laughs> yeah. But here he's just at his lowest, most emo point. So it makes sense for his hair to be this long and shaggy. And also second most egotistical. Right? Yeah. I yeah, I think so. <laughs> like I love Zuko, but I also love how Zuko always thinks that he's the only one that ever has problems. Yeah. No one understands. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want the world to see me. Because <laughs> I don't think that they'd understand. This isn't Treasure Planet, which is the best Disney movie of all time. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fantastic treasure planet the only disney movie that should have a live action remake yeah, of it. i think it could be kind of cool maybe the only one out, that would work yeah if they can make ben less less obnoxious that would be a plus for me though personally than the robot yeah. by give, voice by martin short give ben a dog that worked for prince eric prince eric uh, is yeah, my true. favorite prince you know why <laughs> He has a dog. a dog. Dogs go. Dogs get you a long way in, in terms mean, of crushes. I mean, when all of them don't have a personality, <laughs> the personality is he has a dog and he, he wears a, a red sash he, around he, his waist. He plays the flute. See, <laughs> this is oh. the, this is my problem with Eric. It's like there's not much else to him, and I think the animators knew it too. So it's like, hmm, what do girls like in order to make him attractive? Flutes dog and dogs. Yeah, he plays an instrument, <laughs> and he has a dog. <laughs> Nancy is an instrument. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so back, yeah, they're so. all on this boat. None of them are really excited to be going to the beach, and they feel like they've just been sent away by Ozai because he's got to go take care of some stuff without yeah. his kids. Ooh, um, when they are on the boat, like a weasel manatee goes by, and it's my oh, favorite. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That was adorable. Seriously, yeah. yes. I also oh. noted in my notes that uh, Zuko's hair is 100% emo. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> it's about as emo as he gets maybe in this whole series. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. It gets yeah. better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially because chances are, if you were like me at this point, you were still very much mad at Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Zuko's brooding. Turns out they are going to um, their summer house on Ember Island, which is partially what our what our podcast name is based on. Oh, right! I, shoot, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so season three yeah. is... Book three is the season where we can finally explain ourselves regarding like the name of our show and our weird yeah. catchphrase that we did at the beginning. So we had Flamio from the headband episode. <laughs> and now we have Ember Island, which is where our podcast name comes yeah. from. Hey. The Ember Island Players slash yep. the Ember Island Podcast. Podcast. I get it. Get it. <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So um um so they are going to their old summer house on Ember Island. Well, no, they're going to like Lo and Lee's place technically, but then Ty Lee's like, didn't you guys used to have a house on yeah. Ember Island? That was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> this was brooding. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I love Lou and Lee's old lady house. Oh, it was it's, great. It's just wonderful. <laughs> it's so, so cute. <laughs> um, 
so they're they 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 have like like um the normal florida key west house that is like right on the beach and because it is it is right on right right on the beach everything's toward every everything's turquoise everything's Mm -hmm. wicker uh there are just shells everywhere everything's seahorse prints like there is (laughs) there's no way you don't know that this is nautical so you know yeah yeah have you on the beach a fish themed bathroom oh my god think of that yeah it's pretty obnoxious like if if you've ever stayed at like a condo in florida whether it's like in miami or specifically i used to live in the panhandle part in a near a a town called destin which has really nice white beaches yeah it's the touristy part of where i used to live and there's tons of really nice condos there but they're all like obnoxious nautical theme if you go inside (laughs) yeah yeah you can't have dark woods you live eight minutes from the beach everything's birch now gosh yeah so they dock and at first glance okay lonely if i'm sorry if they greeted me the way that they do this group i'd be kind of freaked out like they're kind of creepy they're just there at the dock and then they say welcome to ember island kids at the same time and it's just giving me creepy vibes (laughs) i mean they taught azula everything she knows that's true creepy that said despite teaching azula everything she knows which you uh, i should point out these two can't bend so that's pretty impressive that they've been able to like instruct somebody in firebending and not be firebenders i wonder how the application process for her tutor went like (laughs) what happened like did he just i mean i don't know what's their story i want to know their story they must be like the best fire bending teachers because because they're teaching the crown princess right they must be so freaking good (laughs) if they're in ozai's good graces then yeah but anyway they're staying at lo and lee's place and unfortunately even though they work for the royal family i guess they don't get paid enough to get like the best beach house on this island (laughs) because no this was their choice Oh, you think it's their choice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This has all of the room they need. They are being really minimalist. I mean, they only have so many seashells, you know? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Every single surface is covered in shells and nautical stuff. It's it's a kitschy nightmare, and it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So it's like this tiny house that looks like it's barely barely being held up by scaffolding it kind of reminds me of the um, shells yeah and shells it kind of reminds me of uh the house in a series of unfortunate events the third one the lacrimose house oh. that they stay at mm-hmm. it's like being held together by a bunch of scaffolding that ultimately just house over yeah <laughs> it's terrifying so they get in this house Zuko rightfully says it smells like old lady in there. And judging by the look of this place, I believe it. It oh, kind of yeah. reminds me of my grandma's house. <laughs> you know, this is this is definitely where um there where where there's a bowl with just a bunch of hard candies that are oh. just stuck together. Yeah. And, <laughs> like in Coraline. <laughs> yeah. And and um uh there is just that like musty rose scent oh, man yeah there's just like floral prints everywhere it's super like magenta pink it's not it's in your face magenta pink uh 
just a lot of cushions. I don't know how else to describe the it. Cushions beating. If you like- saw this broom, you'd believe that it smelled like old lady. It probably looks like anyone's gra- anyone's grandparents' house that you've ever been to. Oh, like the stereo, the stereotypical. I have twelve cats. Yeah, this is this is my life now. Old lady yes. house. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, it's almost bad. Uh, they it's find a great. picture. Yeah, they find a picture of these two quote beautiful women, as Tylee puts it, uh, touching butts as you do, and mm-hmm. they look like twins. And she's like, "Who are these two beautiful women?" And lonely or like, "Oh, can't you tell? It's it's us." And mm-hmm. <laughs> cut to Zuko looking like he's about to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> because they they do the same pose as they had in the picture. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh God, <laughs> it is pretty horrifying." Yeah, but it's really funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I like things like this because because it gives side characters a lot of life. I mean, oh, I agree. <laughs> I mean, both of them speak maybe a dozen lines together, mm-hmm. but they're it's, great. It's like we, yeah, because mm-hmm. the only time you see other times you see them, they're pretty serious and they're like mentoring Azula and stuff. But yeah, they have a they have a personality mm-hmm. <laughs> whether or not you're creeped out by it is debatable yeah. but yeah <laughs> plus plus it really make plus it really makes me think that the people that wrote this had a kind of elaborate backstory thought up for these mm-hmm. characters that just never ended up mattering for and that's for just kind of yeah and that's what's so fun about the show. I feel like there's so many characters in the show that are like that, where they're only in one episode or they only have a couple lines. And yet, at the same time, you're like, what is this guy's story? <laughs> like, yeah. what's the deal? Like, yeah. these two, I really want to know. Um, Combustion Man, he doesn't even talk. I really want to know. Just given his design, he's been through some shit. And like, what? <laughs> you know? So, it, and even with characters who we do follow, like Iroh, like there's still a lot we don't know about him regarding like what he's he was doing between the time that Luton died up to like the a decade gap. Show starts. Yeah, and it, it's it's great. Uh, yeah. So then Lo and Lee give them a m- melodramatic speech about how the beach can change you and <laughs> you can find yourselves. <laughs> It'll be great, and. And they're like, yeah, it's time to hit the beach and just strip into their bathing suits. And the boobs are looking like they're about to hit the floor. And <laughs> May has to cover Zuko's eyes. Because, which is hilarious. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> Doesn't want Zuko to vomit again. Uh, yeah, and so then we cut to them at the beach. And yeah, this stuff is so great because it's just like little character moments, one, but also... We see these characters being so brooding in the context of what they've been going through up to this point. They're like, they're usually in, all these characters, even the gang, are usually in situations that kids are not in, typically, or they shouldn't be in. So you forget that they're like 16 and under a lot of the time. (laughs) And then you get episodes like this where, oh my gosh, yeah, they are clearly teenagers. And not only that, some of them are so freaking emotionally, socially stunted. (laughs) Because Azula? of their um, lot, yeah, Azula, cough, cough, Azula. Oh, God, <laughs> but 
but this episode is why Azula's my favorite. Yeah, this just little things like this make her such a fully flushed character that that you feel bad for her downfall. Yeah, you feel terrible because you because you see what she could have been if her and Zuko were were switched, mm-hmm. and and you see why she's the way the way she is yeah like it's almost kind of sad in a oh it's terribly sad yeah that's my favorite yeah (laughs) because yeah you know she's usually the incredibly smart incredibly manipulative strategic sociopath and here that's all full-on in display but because it's out of context now and just at a mundane beach with mundane teenagers in a spot where no one around them knows who they are. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious slash sad. Yeah. Then you got Zuko over here is just angst. So much angst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The seagulls flying by him <laughs> like doves. Oh my God. That was so great. The, the part where Zuko just strips off his robe and he's just shirtless. And then they got doves in the corner or flying out in the cor- from the corner in the background and then they cut to a bunch of teenagers who are just like gushing over how hot he is <laughs> and he's like posing while he's stripping at the same time too oh my god it's such great fan service that's funny all of the uh, girls on the beach stare at him yeah and yeah so they all get to the beach and azula for no reason just destroys this kid's sandcastle like for no reason like I mean, she wasn't even gonna like plant there. Like she she keeps walking after she ruins it. That's and the great. kid runs away crying, and then she just kicks his bucket and moves on. Like, yeah, it's my hey. favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> what is the problem here? I uh, see zero zero problem. Oh, God. And then uh, everyone wants to fuck Ty Lee, basically. Yeah. So um, so um, Ty Lee has my boobs. So. <laughs> Uh, so basically, uh, Ty Lee's getting a lot of attention because, um, the normal Fire Nation physique is a lot slimmer. Yeah, um, and that, and she's also, like, probably the most well-adjusted of the four. Yeah, she, yeah, she is also bubbly and nice, mm-hmm. and she, she... knows how to interact in normal society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, like, crazy sheltered. Yeah, like, and she's people. just polite to people. Mm-hmm. And and like that seems to be a rarity. Yeah, really though. Yeah, so um <laughs> which so, is um, great because uh it also brings back cuz I remember when I was first introduced when we were first introduced to Ty Lee and May and back in book 2. It's like really Ty Lee would hang around with Azula and on at first glance you don't get it until you realize how Azula manipulates her and like oh got it. <laughs> but then when she's in normal company again it's like yeah she's so normal it's like get out of there where you still can honey (laughs) yeah but 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 even in normal situations they work really well together i can Mm -hmm. legitimately understand why they're friends nay i can understand why she's (laughs) hanging around because because it takes too much effort to find new friends right but like bored yeah but like Tylee and Azula, I can legitimately see why Tylee stays with Azula and why Azula really 
likes Tylee and seems to respect Tylee. Mm, respect is a strong word. I feel like on her end, Azula treats Tylee less of a friend and more of somebody that she can kind of just use, which is kind of her viewpoint towards anyone that she seemingly mm. cares about. Like, because oh. with Tylee... Let me rephrase. <laughs> I think Azula respects Tylee as much as Azula can respect anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about that? That works. Comparatively. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like even when uh, Tylee's first introduced, she clearly does not want to join Azula on her oh, quest ow. to capture her brother. Ow. And uh, yeah, and oh. Azula, which results in Azula basically blackmailing slash uh, man- manipulating her <laughs> into going for it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but it and, is... I mean, Tylee's clearly scared of her. Oh, yeah. It is definitely a abusive relationship. Oh, but yeah. I see why Tylee would be lulled into it again. Yeah. And, and I can see the amount of effort that it took Tylee to, like, get away from that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas May, I think, always has a re- has a realistic vision of of what her relationship with Azula is. I think like Tylee kind of squashes some of that down sometimes. So yeah, just so that she just so that she can function. Like it is oh, totally. definitely not a two way not a two-way street and it's definitely not equal Mm -hmm. and it's like i think she's naturally outgoing and stuff but i think some of that's also kind of a a front oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. totally oh i do want to give a shout out to the beach itself here it's the beach is nice it's nice but it's also black sand did you notice that that's kind of cool yes because it's volcanic volcanic, right i'm like that's so cool like that's such a nice touch that i feel like a lot of uh, other shows other lesser shows would forget about um but yeah given the location that they're in fire nation totally makes, makes sense for black hands that's great and it's just so so well yeah, done okay so um so um, they so they get to the beach tylee wants to uh hang Sunday. out yeah uh, i have a blanket just like tan a bit um mm. a, a guy comes over <laughs> he is like hey she is like Hey, why don't you go a little bit to the left? <laughs> yeah. Can you be my umbrella, please? <laughs> yeah. And it works yeah. well. No, yeah. And he's more than happy to do it. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we cut to emo, the emo couple, Zuko and May, hanging out under an umbrella. Which, <laughs> and then he d- <laughs> I'm definitely there. I yeah, am kind of here for it. So pale. <laughs> yeah. I have you, to be under there. Y'all, for those who don't know, Barbara <laughs> is <laughs> very pale. She's almost the color of paper. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel so bad for every time we go to the beach. (laughs) Like, no matter how much sunblock you put on. I still get burned. Three hours. Remember that that sorority retreat that was at the beach that one year? It took like three months for, oh for me God. to not have like a like a crisscross tan <laughs> on my back. It's so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's bad. You, so you you caused the sun. How dare you? <laughs> um, yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so they're chilling under an, an emo umbrella. Zuko finds a seashell lying next to him and tries to give it to May. 
because it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, and Mae's just like, why would I want that? <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought it was pretty. Don't girls like stuff like this? <laughs> Maybe stupid girls. <laughs> he gets mad. He throws it. <laughs> and then, uh, sure yeah. enough, one of the other guys picks it up and tries to give it to Ty Lee. She's like, wow, that's so nice. And it's so pretty. And he's like, not as pretty as you. <laughs> and the other guy who's acting as her human umbrella is pissed off that this other guy came in and one-upped him. <laughs> She's just concerned about shade. because he Literal shade. <laughs> yeah, because he moves away from the sun, from blocking the sun a little bit while he gets angry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, oh, and then Zuko also tries to get them ice cream, and the ice it cream just falls. <laughs> yeah, just like, gee, thanks. This is really refreshing. Yeah, I don't the think. Relationship. I mean, I don't think May really really likes the beach, and I don't think okay, May think? really likes hanging out with someone that that is being broody. Yeah. Well, no, I mean she's broody too, but I think it's just reached such a head with him that she's kind of fed up with. It's been a his, while. His bullshit. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I genuinely think they kind of work for each other, but. Well, yeah, I think Zuko is just going through his own shit right now to the point that it's making May upset and about the relationship and stuff. And yeah, I mean, knowing Zuko, I am, I am sure May May has asked him off screen, "Hey, are you fine?" And he says, "Yes, I'm fine. Why? Yeah. Why do you think I'm not fine?" Mm-hmm. and then just walks off and i'm sure that that that's happened three to five oh. times <laughs> a day yeah. <laughs> yeah where um where um zuko keeps on bottling everything up um late um um later on um um when he like unbottles everything that is what may wants because she wants that communication because she wants to have an actually healthy adult sure. relationship yeah absolutely <laughs> and like um, um and like right now he is just a broody bubble no but also uh he he's also bringing back his zuko's awkward in relationship status here too because <laughs> he comes yeah. in with the ice cream he's just like i thought since it's so hot here here's some ice cream yeah. i guess <laughs> like <he's> so- <laughs> i mean like it's not at, as a parent with Zuko, uh, particularly when he hasn't swapped sides yet, but by the time he full-on joins Team Aang, he, you realize he's such a dork, and he's so socially awkward. <laughs> it's pretty he... funny. <laughs> Zuko's never had friends. No. His <laughs> uncle's not. his friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Bless his heart. He's trying. Uh, I mean, maybe Zuko had friends, but it seems like Zuko's friends were like cut out of the story the same way as like um, Aladdin's friends were just cut out. Of the story. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have friends anymore. You have a monkey. It's yeah, like, no, you don't have friends anymore. You have an uncle. You gotta be an angsty, brooding, alone teenager. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So basically, okay. that's Zuko right now. Yeah. So um. Um, Tylee is literally getting fanned by 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 some of she her. She has she has a whole male slave entourage right now. It's pretty great to the yeah. point that when um and you don't you just kind of see them trickle over in her vicinity one by one, 
And by the time Missoula's telling everybody to come play volleyball with her, like she just has a, because she wants like, attention. Guy, yeah, she just has like five guys banning her and like blocking the sun for her and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's so. And so interesting because that's what Azula wants for herself. Oh, totally. But, She's looking at it and is clearly jealous. <laughs> well, like Ty Lee has this magnetic personality where where people just gravitate towards her just just because of her innate aura of kindness and just positivity and and just bubbliness. And Azula, she wants people to love her. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing is that her mom didn't love her and 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 she's fixated on that forever and she feels like no one's totally in denial about it everyone has to respect her and fear her instead but all she wants is people to legitimately love her for her yeah he can't get that because she's so awkward Mm -hmm. and like and this normals and again when in the context of the main plot yeah everyone's watching azula everyone's following azula i mean she manages to get a whole group of cultural officiants and bossing say to follow her and help her take down the quote impenetrable city in what a week <laughs> yeah in like a couple days maybe <laughs> oh and she's yeah. 14 uh yeah and like here in a normal setting with those sociopathic tendencies that help that help her excel in the context of the main plot here they are not helping and just kind of scare people away and she is really confused as to why somebody that she deems as ditzier and not as smart as her and stuff is somehow getting all the attention in this context and not her so yeah and and more so it's like honest attention because Uh i'm because i'm sure that that like Azula all her life there there there's always that stereotype of oh um uh the princess who um who um everyone wants wants to be friends with because she is a princess not because they like her yeah and that and she's also a, a freaking psychopath and everyone's probably terrified of her yeah <laughs> otherwise yeah, no. yeah totally that but also <laughs> yeah. like May and May and Ty Lee became friends with Azula because their parents thought it was a good idea. Not because yeah. they like legitimately were drawn to her as a person. And mm-hmm. like all of that adding up, adding up, plus her mom, plus her plus her brother, plus her dad, like all of that like bitterness and just self-loathing and that like comparison that she keeps on doing but between her and Zuko. Like all of that together creates this perfect storm for her to spoiler totally have uh have an immense psychotic break. Oh yeah. Totally later. Absolutely. When so. she fails. Mm-hmm. When like when like she has based her in her entire personality and her entire self on succeeding. And and when that doesn't doesn't happen and, and and when she has nothing else but just this success and it's gone she can't handle it because she has no support system because all of her support system has been driven away by herself 
Yeah. And it's sad. And it's why Azula is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty sad. And that's why episodes like this are great. And it also starts to plant the seeds of, oh, you know what? Azula, I kind of get where Azula is coming from as fucked up as it is. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, uh, the gang starts to play volleyball. <laughs> this is God. where, yeah, um, this is where Zuko like stands up and does the yeah. whole like dramatically like, removes his robe yeah the, the seagulls <laughs> fly behind him like yeah. doves. the music is playing in the background so epically <laughs> and the hair is hair is blowing in the wind uh, not gonna lie middle school me was in love yeah so uh, um azula assesses the, the situation <laughs> of the other team Turns and her, her theme music is playing in the background as she's strategizing <laughs> Yeah. so great a childhood injury has weakened pigtails <laughs> destroy her <laughs> and the rest of her team dismissed i'm like it's a volleyball game but yeah, it's so good like uh, <laughs> they, they care way too much oh no specifically azula <laughs> specifically azula cares way too much i think i feel like everyone else might have played this game a little normally albeit very well if azula oh yeah wasn't in the picture but i mean maybe not zuko zuko definitely no. has a winning thing <laughs> yeah i think so too and they're all very good and they all look very hot doing it yeah um they're doing like flips or like i don't okay they're clearly not playing volleyball this game of volleyball with rules because they're touching the net they, they they're, jump they're, they're, the getting, they're jumping on the net <laughs> they're kicking it with their foot sometimes i'm like all this is wrong but okay i guess this is cool <laughs> yeah i actually think they are mostly kicking it with their yeah with their foot so so i think the serve is with the hands but but they kick it with their foot to like bring it back mm -hmm. over so yeah. kind of like soccer volleyball i guess which, so yeah which i love which oh okay maybe this is a real sport okay Maybe, Maybe it is. I don't know. But if it isn't, I love how they are creating a new game that makes sense. That's just That's a little true. bit different. And it and it is like kind of like airball, where where like airball is a like soccer lacrosse type thing, which like makes sense. Mm-hmm. Good point. But yeah, so they're really good, and they basically dominate and win in the span of, like, five seconds, but not before catching the net on fire and blowing up half of yep. the court. <laughs> yes, we've defeated you for all time. You will never rise from, from the ashes of, of, of your shame and humiliation. <laughs> and they're playing this, the Azula music in the background, and then after she's done with that speech, it, like, zooms out, and the music just stops ah, immediately. That was fun. <laughs> They're just standing there like, yay. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So uh, while they were playing, uh, two hot dudes over, or two douchey looking dudes. Two chads. Yeah, two, two chads basically <laughs> come over. Yeah. Two Bradley upper crust the third, the third walk over. <laughs> yeah. They show up. They're impressed, particularly by the ladies, minus Azula. And they yeah. invite them to a party. Uh. You don't know who we are, do you? Don't you We're, know who we are? We're yeah. Chan and Bronjan. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it turns out, those are the most, like, 
douchey avatar <laughs> names you could have. I'm like, we gotta pick like some Asian sounding names that can yeah. still sound douchey. I'm like Chan is close to Chad, just minus yeah. a letter. <laughs> I don't know, just the Ron way, the way he says like Ronjun. It sounds just, like he's in a frat. Yeah. And their hair, like the swoop. hair looks frat. There, yeah, the other one has like a swoop that just looks douchey. It, Bieber hair. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's douchey Bieber. Yeah. Bieber, Bieber hair before Bieber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, this was made in like um Jesse McCartney time. So <laughs> yeah. definitely Bieber yeah. before Bieber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Azula's pissed off, like, uh, why aren't my brother and I invited? Which, how did she know that they were excluded from that initial invite? Because they didn't point at anybody. They just said, hey, we're having a party. Y'all should come. Yet or, again, or your friend can- uh, I think Azula is so used to the, like, the, like, for the formality of court where, where you have to be formally, personally yeah. invited. And if you don't get, and if you don't invite her, then you're executed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know like normal (laughs) so yeah she's wondering why her and her brother weren't invited and then Zuko proceeds to (laughs) give them the stank eye and they're like fine we'll invite you guys uh quote some of the most important teenagers (laughs) in the fire nation will be there so so be normal yeah (laughs) we'll do our best (laughs) yeah uh, but uh, is so used to being worshipped that i that i actually think that she's like really interested in like being somewhere where people don't know who she is like Mm -hmm. it's like it's something different and new yeah so the breakdown as to why i think they didn't get invited initially i mean they were watching the volleyball game one and uh Okay, well, so one, for most parties like this, you want to keep the ratio of guys to girls pretty big. So it's like for every two girls that you have, maybe like one guy or every well, three girls, one guy. <laughs> more so that um, that I that I don't think that they wanted to invite more guys at all. So like Zuko might have been fine, right. but yeah. I'm not going to invite this guy. No, uh, I'm not going to invite another guy. <laughs> yeah, also that like dark hair chick she's like pretty cool let me mm-hmm. not invite her almost boyfriend <laughs> yeah or no no no, because they said your friend can come too and they were point i guess they were referring to may so may was invited he was. Yeah. It's, it's like how in college at college frat parties pretty much if you're a woman you you get to get in no matter what and if you're a guy yeah. then you kind of have to know somebody else in there yeah bring or, beer like, or bar. chicks yeah exactly just <laughs> Which is misogynistic and gross. Oh, totally. It's gross. And, yeah. But they're misogynistic and gross. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, and I'm thinking from the perspective of this is a facility of a, like, frat <laughs> right. stage house <laughs> party. So. Mm-hmm. Like, these are not my personal beliefs. These This is from the perspective of, okay, if I were a douchey yeah. frat guy, who would I want my party? And then on, on that note... Hell no, I wouldn't invite Azula. <laughs> like she just set a net on fire. <laughs> yeah, I like, I would definitely intimidating. <laughs> okay, I love Azula from afar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Now, on one hand, as a woman, I would be 
offended if I didn't get invited to a party because I'm, quote, too intimidating, because that is totolly a thing. Yeah. But the other hand, Azula is also a sociopath. He also has fire powers. So, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) come on. You guys, okay, you can't see the face I'm doing, but imagine my face. (laughs) Come on. It's so good. Okay. So, um, so it so it turns out Ember Island reveals the true you. Yeah. Like waves smoothing rocks or some metaphor, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, like sands through the hourglass. These are the tickets of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is coming from Lowen Lee, by the way, her giving a another beach speech as they're Eating a very nice looking dinner with oh, a very so nice view in the background. Like, seriously? It made me want to hang out at the beach at that point. Right. Um, basically, uh, uh, water can water can smooth the, the, the most jagged of rocks. Uh, a metaphor for all of these teens are emo and jagged, and yeah. they need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Oh, also... Um, Oh, where was my note on that? Oh, yeah. So, no one, none of these normal teens seem to know who they are. And Which is weird, I, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. And I think we've mentioned it in previous episodes before, but it's like, they must not publicize anyone other than Ozai outside of the palace, like, at all. Because well, they don't know who Azula is. I find it very strange, spe- specifically because um, Chan says some of the most important teenagers in the Fire Nation will 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 be at the party, yeah. and like let's say that he's kind of right. Okay, uh-huh. so um, I would assume that like the Fire Nation son and daughter would go to like right. the good ember island area like the really yeah. expensive one where like all of the mm. rich people are and seems to be the area those, they were in yeah and none of those like super connected rich kids notice like the crown prince who was banished because of his face scar you know yeah. the mm. face scar on half of his face mm. or um or um azula who, who recently conquered a nation. <laughs> yeah. Or um or Ty Lee, who apparently looks like every single one of her sisters. Right? Yeah. There's gotta or be at least one of them. Yeah. Like there's gotta be that whole uh doppelganger-esque misunderstanding. Like, I yeah, mean, I, mean, I had uh like my, my cousin who everyone says we look alike. I don't see it personally, but whatever. Well, but she's two years older than me. We went uh, she also went to UF. So, like, when I, I started freshman year, um, one of her friends came up to me at one point thinking that I was her. And I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? Well, <laughs> like, aren't you guys <laughs> technically biologically sisters because because your mom has a twin? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, my, my mom's a twin. And my mom's uh, twin. Identical twin. Twin's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. They're identical. I don't see it. Other people see it. But whatever. It's my mom. So. <laughs> yeah. But point is cousin me we look kind of similar and i get her friends mistake me for her all the time i get very confused (laughs) but uh yeah no one recognizes them which is weird which again i should note in zuko alone the earth kingdom knew who zuko was when he revealed himself so yeah which um which um, yet again i i mentioned this before 
but I'm pretty sure that people either got a false story of how Zuko got his got his face scars or, or even what happened to him. Yeah, or um they were not told at all because why? It doesn't matter because because this because this is all about the Fire Lord. Um because it's really bad press if you burned your son's face and then you exile your son and then you bring your son back. Like mm-hmm. it would be different if he killed his son. Then yeah. then you can spin that in a way where 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 it's like, oh, I'm strong. Uh, my son wasn't doing what he should have done. But this way, it's I brutally disfigured my son and I let him on a boat for a while until he did a quest and now he's back. And that's kind of like that's that's not as direct politically, you know? Sure. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they decide to keep up the ruse just to see what. Uh, how people respond to them, I guess. Yeah, it's more Zula's thing, I guess, because she's curious. Um, because yeah. I'm pretty sure Zuko's like been there, done that. <laughs> for like, yeah. So, like um, yeah. So, uh, they mentioned that they were partying from dusk to dawn. So. Yeah. <laughs> so they're so not socially adjusted at all, or specifically Azula. I'm sure. I, I bet you five bucks that uh, May or Ty Lee w- was like. Oh, they yeah, they said dust till dawn, but they didn't really mean it. And Azula was like, come or else. And they're like, okay. So they you all know. show up at the same uh, time. <laughs> and- definitely Ty Lee was like, no, that's, that's not uh, what they uh, meant. Yeah. So they show up right on time because they're very yeah. punctual. They're perfect party <laughs> they're guests. perfect party guests, yeah. Super punctual. <laughs> and I just love the way that they're like standing at the door like Zuko. <laughs> It's like facing sideways, looking like he's a broody model or something. Yeah. It's like not even looking. Because that's his brand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're such a motley crew. Yeah. So they come in. The first one's here. Uh, that's a sharp outfit, Chan. <laughs> we, uh, careful. It could it could puncture the hull of a Fire Nation ship, leaving thousands to drown at sea. Because, because it's so sharp. so sharp. <laughs> <laughs> like the azula music's also playing when she says that i'm like oh my god and like you can tell azula she's trying so, so hard i know she's so cute <laughs> she's trying so hard like her eyes are so wide and she's got like this big smile on and she's just like, <laughs> just like oh in case you didn't get the metaphor uh because it's so sharp <laughs> i I love how it is like she read a book on how to talk to people and and it said yeah compliment them Uh, but be very but be very specific like say I really like the color of your shirt but she was like oh your outfit yeah (laughs) she read a party going for dummies i guess and just failed on every front i guess you only had like five minutes to skim read the book oh no i <laughs> love her we got. Azula's <laughs> perfect here she yeah. is she is definitely my favorite uh, so um zuko's just weirdly jealous just being at the party <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, so she's getting no attention, scaring everybody away with her hull of a Fire Nation battlefield ship or something because it's so sharp. Yeah, but everyone loves Ty Lee. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. wanting to get out of there and so she chi blocks like 10 guys and like cartwheels away. <laughs> yeah, because the boys just won't leave her alone. Yeah. But which one of us do you like? <laughs> uh and like Azula is so mean here. So um uh, <laughs> yeah, she terrible. is she is jealous and mean and like she knows exactly what to say to Ty Lee to cut her down uh-huh. so she says ty lee's not a challenge she's a, a she's a tease um she she doesn't make it hard for them basically calling her a slut azula's uh-huh. slut shaming ty yeah. lee we can't say slut in a nickelodeon show so this is basically same thing yeah <laughs> um, yeah so um so i'm ty lee is so kind-hearted and like she knows exactly what people are feeling at every moment because she's just a natural empath not not a real empath because i know magic stuff but she's just a natural empath <laughs> um um and um and um knows that like azula is feeling bad about herself so azula knows she's knows she she is the best and like um yeah um, well you're right about all those things (laughs) yeah you know tyler just like buffs her up um um um, but the guys think she's 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 gonna do something horrible to them uh (laughs) because you probably would do something horrible to them (laughs) yeah they must be intimidated (laughs) just like me right now but here i am giving you advice (laughs) yeah so um so um Tylee basically tells her to to smile and laugh at what they say. Uh, Even if it's not funny. (laughs) Yeah, Azula thinks that's shallow and stupid, which is yet again another dig to Tylee. Yeah. But it but it works. She wants that attention, damn it. So we're gonna try it. (laughs) And then uh, she proceeds to hyena laugh right there. Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) So bad everyone looks at her when she laughs. Yeah, yeah, so Azula's struggling a bit here. Uh, and then... May wants oh, to go to find her yeah. food. We, they're sitting on a couch, lazed out on this couch, and just like, I'm hungry, so what? <laughs> well, get me something to eat. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zuko, Zuko finds her food, and um, I really love the food art direction in avatar oh i know the food looks so good in this episode that um, whole spread that they were eating before the party dude i paused it that food looks so good (laughs) i wanted all of it oh my god oh but not gonna lie i can relate to just wanting to sit on a couch at a party like this like i personally do not like parties like this this is not my kind of party yeah um, it's it's overwhelming you know i like the corner (laughs) yeah leslie and i would like watch avatar instead yeah, of going to a party exactly. or like in like college so like four years ago so way <laughs> after avatar ended we would watch children shows drunk you know adult yeah night. it's so great and watching shitty movies drunk <laughs> yeah really bad movies and also really good movies we, we sometimes yeah. watch good we watch, things sometimes we watch some good ones <laughs> not all the time yeah oh uh, gosh Oh, oh my god remember when we watched beastly 
Oh, that. Oh, that, that's that the one. Uh, that's the be- the modernized tale of Beauty and the Beast starring Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> From High School Musical. From high school, yeah. It's not good, guys. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, point is, I, I can relate to just wanting to chill on the couch at a party like this because yikes. Yeah. Chill. Too many eat. people, particularly too many people I don't know. And I'd rather just have a smaller intimate party with people I do know. Yeah, plus, plus, Zuko, and, Zuko, and May are dating. They have each other. But part of the thing about parties is like this anyway. It is that you are you you are trying to meet new people to like you know get to know. Mm-hmm. But like if you know someone and like you're good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. Exactly. Yeah. I'm here, I'm just here for the food. Yeah, totally so um, so oh. Azula is ready for a tour of the house. Mm, yeah, she's Wait. ready to go. She she sets her drink. Oh yeah, so the guy that she's approaching is talking to uh, what's whatever his name, Chan, not Chad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chan is Chan. talking to this other girl, probably flirting, and then she comes in like a total <laughs> total player, like, "Hey, I'm ready for a tour of the house," and then she sets the drink down on this girl's head. <laughs> It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's so, the, the other girl is so mad that the glass starts steaming, which is great. Uh, one of my favorite parts of, uh, about this is that on the surface, it looks super smooth because, because that's like a line to like, hey, why don't we go off somewhere to make out? Mm-hmm. But Azula, like, oh. that's just a courtly give me a tour of the house because because this is what you do when you're yeah. invited to someone's well, house. My guess my guess is before she uh left Ty Lee and made this move with this guy, Ty Lee told her, Okay, you're gonna go to that guy that you like or that you want to talk to or impress and say, Hey, I am ready for a tour of the house or something like that, and probably just <laughs> followed that instruction from oh, there. No. I I I want it to be a like wonderful amalgam of just professionalism but also <laughs> innuendo yeah <laughs> yes yeah, although funny. i feel i genuinely feel like azula wouldn't quite understand the underlying line innuendo part that most people would associate oh, no that no no, with. no definitely on his side it oh was, yeah def- yes it was <laughs> an accident and it was perfect <laughs> yeah yeah so um, oh, God, so, um big... azula gets a Tour of the house to the balcony because that's all that matters. Um, mm-hmm. uh, your your arms. <laughs> that's why I corner to make out. Yeah, oh, your wait, arms look so strong. But not before the. Um, if you like sand, it's like oh, I like it here. It's like sure, if you like sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. It's like welcome to Sandy Land. I'm like oh god, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, but actually now. here I know I I I I know that I did a really fake laugh, but. Azula's laugh is a real good fake laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was a little better than what it was two minutes ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> she tried it with Tylee. Um, yeah, and then she's like, "Your arms are so strong." It's like and he's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, oh <my> God, Dick. <laughs> and then and they the just, kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they just kiss, and he's like, "You're really pretty." <laughs> 
<laughs> then she's like, together, you and I will be the strongest couple in the entire world. We will dominate the earth. <laughs> and, and I love this like, what face. <laughs> I know. It's like Pikachu face before <laughs> Pikachu face became a thing. Yes. <laughs> There's like a weird dove thing that's going across his head. And he's confusion. just really confused. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I gotta go. And then he just slithers out. Yeah. Oh, and uh, while she's saying that, of course, she's got blue fire in her hands. Which, <laughs> and then, like, the extreme Azula music is playing in yeah. the background. Which, at that point, wouldn't you know that it is the crown princess? Because even if you right? haven't seen her, her, her defining trait is her blue fire. And that's rare. Right? She, I know. Isn't the, she too- the only person we see that bends mm-hmm. blue fire? Yeah, even in Korra, I don't think we see anyone else who bends blue fire. Like, it's, yes. yeah. So this is an anomaly, and he should he should at least question that. But to be fair, Chan does not seem like the brightest bulb, and <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, even uh, though he's yeah. he's one of the most important teens on the beach. Oh, mm-hmm. His dad's an admiral, so <laughs> you know. Which yet again may. Is the daughter of a like governor that was high ranking enough to 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 be put at a like really big colony, and you don't know. Also, your dad is a admiral, and you don't know what the Fire Lord's kids look like that are your age, right? (laughs) True that. Like, um, don't your parents want you to marry well? Right? It's, yeah, go for Azula. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, yeah, she's yeah, pretty she's terrifying. She's crazy for you. Imagine oh, anyone hitting on her at this party. <laughs> and they would be made for life. Come on. They, they would. I, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, but <laughs> guess not. Um, yeah, so then we cut back to Zuko trying to get food for his cranky girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, hey, he's guys! Spoiler alert: Zuko has anger and jealousy. No issues. way! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in this episode, more than usual, too. Yeah, God, he's, he's so like angry. he's normally he's at like a seven, but he's yeah, at least he's at, a at nine. like an eleven <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah, so he's pissed just because he's she's lazily sitting on the couch, small talking with this guy. I guess. Yeah. Um. And literally, he's able to push the guy clear across the room with, like, a flick of his hand. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, and May is rightfully pissed off. And Sister Zuko's... break up. Yeah, and Zuko calls her a big blob and has no emotion about anything after Which... she calls him a hothead. <laughs> I'm like, Which, oh. there are some things you say in anger... But that's definitely that's... the thing that she cares about a lot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. <laughs> like, Zuko, what the hell are you doing? And, yeah, so she breaks up with him. He's still angry, so whatever. And they walk away. Or he walks out of the party altogether because mm-hmm. um, he broke he broke Tan's dad's base or whatever. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> she slams out or storms out. Yeah, which who which who cares? I am yeah. I'm the Fire Lord's son. I'm 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 a prince. Mm-hmm. What is your dad gonna do? 
<laughs> really though. <laughs> so <Nothing>. yeah. <laughs> and I guess so up to this point, I feel like yeah, we've always seen Zuko be angry, but not so angry as to be like full on possessive of somebody, I don't think. Until this point. No, like, because he okay, so he always took Iroh for granted. We never see him really like like he, it is a different type of anger where like he doesn't want other people around May even if he doesn't feel good because he wants all of May's attention but with Iroh with which like yes like um uh romantic love versus like familial love there was a different dynamic where Zuko didn't seem to care about Iroh's attention even though Iroh gave it so often because Iroh never gave him the chance to to not have that un- until Zuko pushed it away so it is kind of like Zuko always likes to be it all he always likes to be in like total con- control of his relationships where he's calling the shots of like attention and affection and mm. he can't like it like it's new to him yeah i i agree with that and also i think having possessive jealous tendencies like that i think come from low self-esteem and clearly zuko is at the, the point where he's, yeah <laughs> definitely that too but I, I think because zuko is feeling so confused with himself and kind of hates himself at the moment uh and is feeling very insecure as a result uh he's taking out yeah. all of his angers and frustration on others around him including his girlfriend and is just well, I, yeah and i i guess because he yeah. hasn't quite come to terms with the realization yet that he is angry essentially at himself right now yeah cuz he I, sucks yeah i think the insecurity is that he feels that maybe may will leave him because he doesn't quite feel right with himself but he can't really articulate why so like how can others yeah, around like- him accept him and his decisions yeah, like Zuko hates himself. May should hate him too. Why why doesn't she she hate him yet? It must be happening soon. Type of thing. Mhm. Where he's waiting for 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 May's other like throwing knife to drop. Where he's just waiting for May to leave him because everyone leaves him even though he he like pushed Iroh away a few different times but like Zuko is complicated so like I (laughs) so like even like Iroh being like put into prison big because of Zuko's actions Zuko feels like Iroh was taken away from him yeah (laughs) and he is regretting his decisions deep down as he should because what the fuck Zuko Um, Iroh is just so good why I know. How can you do Iroh? that? You made Iroh cry. What is wrong with you? But you also made him buff. So yeah, that's true. You made him ripped. So yeah. <laughs> <It's> that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he's angstily going back to his family's childhood beach house and reminiscing sadly on the past, yep. as all brooding teens do. Um. So we get a couple like flashes of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess him and Azula 
Yeah, his his um his um, memories as a child. Yeah, back yep. when things were happy. There's one with um him, I guess, building a sandcastle with somebody else with somebody who looked like Iroh. I'm like, was that Lutin? Yes. Or, so okay. I have yes. Yeah, so okay, but the the flash is in in order. First flash, um, you see two. You see two young children run running in a field from his mom so that is definitely azula and him as like really young kids when they used to go to the beach and actually be a family before ozai became the fire lord mm-hmm. um um next um next there is there there's just a flash of of like young young zuko's un unscarred face and this is either exactly the same or super similar to different flashes we saw during um the storm episode oh you know what i think they they are the same yeah at least two of them were that one when we are seeing his like before scar face yeah um and then um and then next this has to be lude this has to be lude 10 iroh and and, and baby zuko specifically because the the baby has to be baby zuko or mm-hmm. it, or 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 it, or it might be actually baby azula but like zuko's yeah. watching this but like zuko was in the other ones so i'm betting it's yeah. zuko so i just it figured is, it was zuko and luten because the other of the ages. adult looked like looked more like iroh but yeah hmm. so like the adult is the the adult is iroh uh the ages match and like both of them look 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 like they're boys and that's like more more things about like oh crap zuko also grew up with iroh iroh wasn't just using zuko as like a replacement for luten you know mm-hmm. like 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 he had a like in he, he like he like had a individual relationship with 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 both of them and like like zuko and azula probably well maybe not azula but like definitely zuko probably felt something when luton died oh definitely yeah and there's all of that like additional guilt where they were they were at least raised partially together i mean they like went on family vacations mm-hmm. they were together enough that that he might have seen him as a like older brother and then there's more of this angst where like this is reading way into it so i am just like reading way into it guys but like zuko has zuko has never been able to really mourn the loss of people because everyone that like he has lost either is being like erased from fire nation memory because they're be, be because their existence was shameful or it is someone that he can't really mourn because they're away but 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 he doesn't know or they are like s- still alive so like luten died but like zuko can't really mourn him because Luten sacrificed himself for the Fire Nation, so like Luten's death is supposed to be good. So, um, so um, Zuko can't publicly like mourn mourn him. Um, but also, uh, but also there there there's a mix of it should be bad 
be, 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 because like the Fire Lord see sees that it is terrible for for Iroh to 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 have lost his firstborn son. But there's that like mix of nationality, like it it is it is basically like brainwashing communism, <laughs> and <laughs> and then like that is that 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 is mixed with him not really being able to mourn his mom because he doesn't know what happened to her later on the comics we figure out what happens to her um but but like here we he just saw her one day as a child she she said goodbye and then he never saw her again and 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 he doesn't know where she is whether she's dead or not and then and and then Iroh he's he is alive but he's away from but he's away from zuko and and he's basically dead to him because he's going to be in prison forever but he's also in this like limbo area and zuko just blames himself for his for 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 his mom leaving because um azulo that because azula said that it that it was his fault that mom left and he also blames himself for 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 Iroh leaving because it's his fault. Um and like all of that together is just so terrible. And I love Avatar. <laughs> Sorry for the rant. It's great. No, it's good. good points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um and then yeah. um and, and and then Zuko breaks into the house. Uh-huh karate kick style yeah um yeah he's just looking at stuff being all broody and then later zula shows up oh. and finds zuko when they're and before that he puts his hand on a like little baby hand plaque <laughs> that his that his mom made of like of his little baby hand and oh. it and like i don't exactly know what it means but it's a metaphor for something. <laughs> I think I was looking at it too, probably trying to write something down. It's like, um, it's metaphorical like it, because like it's the innocence <laughs> of the past versus like yeah. the darkness of of like the now. <laughs> yeah, but it's but he it wants he wants to return to the happy times in the past instead of facing the shitty yeah. things that he did in the present. But he can't because the past is set in stone. No. <laughs> yes, Leslie, we did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good. So yeah. So Azula finds him, and she actually has what appears to be a normal sibling conversation with him. Yeah. Like it actually feels like a conversation that two socially like normal, non-sociopathic brooding kids would have. Not only that. But this is a sibling conversation. This yeah. is a, like Sokka Katara. Yeah, conversation. This, is, this is like something that you get from Sokka and Katara. Like, and Azula is the one who initiates it. Yeah, they know e- they know each other. You know. Yeah, and it's just like this was so interesting good. about Azula because it's just like yeah. To what extent does she love her brother? My extent of it was well, I don't really know if she fully understands what love necessarily is just given how they were raised and how she's yeah. kind of sociopath but on the other hand i think when she's not 
having to make herself look better than Zuko, which is a lot of the time because I mean they were always kind of put head to head to head yeah. in their fucked up childhoods. I I think she does have some feelings toward him at the very least. I mean, like it's weird, but Azula. Okay, you can be terrible to someone you you love and that doesn't erase the love you feel for them i think azula loves zuko in the way she can but it's so twisted because she doesn't only see zuko as her brother she sees zuko as her wall that separates her from her goals just like how um how um ozai saw iroh as a wall separating him from his goals and and when she forgets that that like she she has always been compared to zuko she always has to be better than then Zuko or else she's not gonna be the heir she she isn't gonna get what she wants and she has to scrape and scraping and, and claw for everything including love from everyone in her family when it seems like Zuko just gets it when like Azula's trying to earn or specifically it. he gets the unconditional love yes not the conditional love that like um Ozai yeah Although I, has, um, although I would still not say Ozai loves his children. Oh no, he doesn't. And it's it's a conditional quote love, fake love. Unquote, yeah, yeah. Where he really only cares about strength, and Azula happen to be what he deems yeah. as the stronger one. So yeah, some of my favorites. Yeah. So because because Azula got that fake conditional praise, I guess from Ozai. Iroh and their mom just like showered Zuko with love and affection and that isn't Zuko's fault but per but part of Azula hates him for it oh, and probably. it's yeah and it's so hard to to act like a rational person <laughs> I guess when when like you are supposed to love your brother and like she does love him in her way but it's all wrapped up in like a bunch of jealousy and like anger and like like in just comparison their 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 entire lives and mm -hmm. she's never gonna stop being compared to him because because of what they are and yeah yeah i agree they are they are my favorite I, like I know that I, that I keep on saying this, Me? but <laughs> no, they are fantastic characters. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, Azula Rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Azula coaxes Zuko out of the brooding house, yeah, and onto the brooding beach, <laughs> so they can brood some more. Yeah. She <laughs> but says, "This is this is not the last time we will see this house. This house uh, is the Teemang headquarters for like the last couple episodes before yeah. the finale." So, yeah, because. Yeah, well, it is the perfect house to be in because Ozai doesn't want to go to go back to that house because he's be, be because he's Phoenix Lord. 
Phoenix King? Phoenix King. Phoenix King. Sorry. Um, like, sorry, I just always think Lord is higher than King. For some it just reason. sounds higher. Yeah. Higher than King. Even I though why. I know it isn't. But it just. Lord. Just like the way you say it, even, it like feels like it's higher above things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the oh, oh. It's, er. mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So, um, but like Azula will not go back there because quote it this beach is that this place is depressing because this is when she used to be happy before ozai just made them fight each other yeah like and just fight themselves and ozai mess them up and like azula would probably be healthy mentally if like if ozai didn't mess her up or if like uh, I, I don't know like that's so tricky because there's like the thing with like sociopaths and stuff that you know the whole nature versus nurture thing and I, I think for the most part it seems to be a, a mixture of it so it's like they already have those tendencies but if they're uh you yeah. know if if nurture decides to um encourage it further then it'll probably be worse I yeah feel. but it but it so. started when she, like, basically the abuse started when she was so young. And yes, Zuko was also abused. But I wonder what would have happened if both of them were were switched. Whether both of them would have turned out better? I don't know. That's a good question. Or I think worse? Or because, different? Uh, dang. I think it would be different at the very least because Azula has a manipulative people person as she quotes herself ness about her that Zuko does not have. Yeah. But I don't know how personality much, level. Yeah, but I don't know how much that is learned from Ozai versus how, versus how much of that was like Ozai just decided that he didn't like his firstborn because because he wasn't the, the firstborn either. So kind of like okay, kind of like a Voldemort situation where like Voldemort picked Harry because Harry was a half blood yeah, versus Neville, Neville because he was a pure blood. Mm-hmm. Even though Neville's really really attractive. I know, right? <laughs> I just think him like, oh man, he's gonna be hotter than I am. I'm gonna I'm not gonna have a nose in the future. <laughs> Screw yeah. that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but uh, sorry. Um yeah, so I so I don't know, and that is what fan fiction's for. Yeah. <laughs> for real though. Fanfic writers to your stations, although and, they probably already finished like 20 different fanfics about Oh this. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And Avatar is so well written that 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 every character has has actual personality traits and character traits and and like drives that you can make those thoughts. And those assumptions of what would have happened if, if they went this way instead of that way, you can try to think about the possibilities. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So we finally they're get brooding. To, yeah, they're yeah, they're brooding some more. We finally get to the breakfast club part of the episode where they're all having a bonfire together. And it's time to burn shit from the house. Yeah, let's burn some shit. So (laughs) Zuko goes back and starts to uh, some burnt 
starts to burn some family photos and uh, other things yeah. in the house, which is sad. Yeah, so heavy-handed metaphor. Let me burn the old picture of our family because our family's broken. Yeah. Love it. Okay, um, sometimes the, like, heavy-handed metaphors work. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> and... Yeah, so Tylee's like, well, why would you do that? That's really sad. <laughs> and then Zuko starts yelling at everybody. So first starts yelling at Tylee. Like, you don't know me. Yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, though. <laughs> so God, you're such a circus freak. <laughs> and then she she's triggered <laughs> and talks about how she joined the circus because she's like, a septuplet or how many siblings she said she had uh i think she said six six sisters oh, who, are, who are exactly the same like who are exactly the same as me i don't know if she's actually a sextuplet or yeah i mean or, to be or, fair they could just be very similar looking like my brother and i look kind of similar but we're five years apart but <laughs> yeah but it, but it might just be that that they're all like stepford clones that True. were all made <laughs> Yeah, either way, mom. she didn't feel like an individual in her family, which is why she decided to break yeah. away and go join the circus. Specifically, she felt like a matched set. And, yeah. I, and I love that phrase. Um, also, um, yet again, I, I really love Azula in this scene because, um, be, because Tylee's obviously upset. And like Azula starts laughing. Without, yeah, with, with, no, with, without looking at Tylee. But when she turns to, to look at her, she stops laughing. Because Azula is so bad at emotion and, like, meaning that she doesn't realize that, like, Tylee is actually upset until she looks at her. Yeah, that, and, I mean, she clearly does not really care about other people's problems except her own. At the end of the day, though, I, I feel like, well, I mean, she kind of, because she calls all, all of their, um, like, after all of their speeches and, you know, reasons why they are the way they are, she, she calls them all performances, like, all their speeches, like, performances, like, yeah, you don't, like, deep down, like, you don't really mean that, that was just all a show because you're feeling a certain way now or whatever, like, she can't quite process that these are yeah. really deep core feelings that really impact how they are as people and stuff and it's something that and they're things that each of them struggle with on a regular basis because i think yeah. she's she she is so in denial about her own insecurity that being like the whole mother thing um that we'll get to that i mean she just defines herself as perfect and always perfect like did i mention i'm perfect <laughs> nonstop, yeah. and like finds all this stuff finds all this emotional bullshit as she would probably view it as to be like weak and as weakness essentially because I mean, that's kind of what she's been raising with to her is a weapon it yeah it's something that she can exploit and it's not yeah. really something that's it it, it isn't know. something that happens to her it's something that she could that that she can that she controls within mm -hmm. herself because she's she has to control everything inside her but also around her because she has to be perfect. She has to be successful. She 
she she she has to do all of these things and and just outside people can't ruin that for her and that's why she sees emotion as being a performance because she just squashes everything down <laughs> yeah and then woo because she definitely feels stuff we see that later mm-hmm. yeah but it not was in really a repressed. oh yeah not in a healthy way obviously no. Like, she and she's always been in control yeah. and to her m- emotions are a sign that you don't have a control, have all the control, I guess, in a weird way. Yeah. And yeah. And like from the moment that she loses May and Tylee as friends, even um, by the end, like that's really what kind of starts her emotional breakdown, like rapidly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, so that's kind of why I don't. Like, okay, so uh, so um, Azula has most of the markers of being of being a sociopath, but I don't know if she actually doesn't feel emotions, or 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 if she just squashes everything down because she, like, at times feels feels like guilt and like later she definitely feels sadness and pain and just embarrassment and just terrible anger but also she she has so many other like like little like points of being a sociopath i mean like the like like the pathological lying grandiose sense of self manipulative uh uh she like has she 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 she's super callous uh but she's not impulsive really like no i I think that's more of a i mean i i always interchange socio and psychopath but i know they're different i just mix up which one's which but i know one of them one of them is about being more being less impulsive necessary and being more in control and like scheming and and stuff like that and i forget which one that is but yeah Yeah, so like both of them both of them scheme but 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 if i had to pick one she would definitely be a psychopath like she she would definitely have anti-person that not anti-personality disorder anti-social personality disorder because she because she doesn't feel remorse she doesn't really care about the safety of others she's super prone to just being to 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 just being aggressive but she's not impulsive and socio and and, and, and like sociopaths can be too but like yet again azula is like her own thing where and like we are not trained and like i and like i don't know whether azula can love anyone or or if i'm just reading into her as caring in like any way she can people that she can i i don't know this is a kind of a side of like <laughs> me trying to trying to grapple with like can show- love people <laughs> this is this is actually we lied before. This is actually a podcast about Azula. two friends. No, about Azula <laughs> slash two friends with no professional um, 
psychological <laughs> backgrounds yeah. or credentials trying to diagnose Talking all that about everyone's characters. daddy issues yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sokka's daddy issues uh katara's daddy issues ang's uh yeah, also daddy issues. Monkeyatsu yeah. daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toph's daddy issues. <laughs> it's Zuko's great. daddy issues. Uh, technically, Iroh's daddy issues because his daddy died. <laughs> Speaking of daddy issues, May has daddy issues. May has serious daddy issues. Yeah, so May first... Uh, is not really taking Ty Lee seriously and calling her out. And like, well, no wonder you're uh, seeking attention so much because you didn't get any attention when you were younger. So trying to make up for it now. And implicitly is calling her a slut, probably. Yeah. No, this yeah. is all about calling her a slut. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang. Uh, and Ty Lee's rightfully pissed. Yeah. And... Turns out May's aura is dingy and gray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't she say something like i don't believe in ours anyway so whatever yeah <laughs> but then zuko's like but she called your aura dingy are you, you gonna take that yeah aren't aren't you gonna get mad about it because like zuko's all about ex- explosive emotion while like may yeah. zuko thinks that may doesn't feel anything because zuko only thinks that like overt signs of physical aggression mean you feel bad yeah and for zuko Zuko yeah and for zuko his (laughs) not healthy yeah it's yeah and for for him his hot-headedness is more blind than it is actually internal becoming like he has he's very bad at internalizing why he feels the way he is which is why it takes him so long to get to the point where he says he's genuinely upset with himself so How many episodes did it did it take for him to realize that he's mad that he oh pushed Iroh away and now Iroh's in prison? Yeah. And not blame Iroh for being in prison. Mm-hmm. And really that was just him projecting his confusion and him being upset with himself onto another person without really having to take responsibility for his own actions. <laughs> Yeah, uh, ding, ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Zuko starts yelling at May. He's like, yeah, I wish he would be more emotional. Um, and then May talks about how growing up, like, she kind of got everything she wanted, being rich and stuff. But uh, at the, on the other hand, she also had to uh, be quiet and, like, stay out of trouble and really suppress her emotions in order to help support her dad's career and stuff. And so yeah. she she was spoiled just as long as she spoke only when she was spoken to. Yeah. So yeah, that she was taught to, up a person too. Yeah. She was taught to conceal and not feel. <laughs> yeah, but, but now she's letting it go. Yeah, after uh Zula yeah. is like, well, no wonder you're here unable to express myself, <laughs> express yourself. And she's pissed because all these people want to express herself, and then she blows up at everybody. We've never seen her do before, and she lets it go essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, um, and then, uh, Zuko coming in at, I, I like the most wrong <laughs> the time, worst time. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I love it when you're angry. <laughs> she try. He tries to touch her shoulder. <laughs> She's like, like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't touch me." Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like rightfully so. Seriously. 
Please, Zuko, what the hell? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then uh, Zuko get get super upset, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, I I would like to have an aside here. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, Elsa. Uh, Elsa and Anna, how they were raised, that's child abuse. Just putting that out there. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, and they kind of try to justify the parents' actions in the second one, which I don't like. No, because it's child abuse. Well, <laughs> anyway. Um, but, well, the magic water said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it isn't abuse because. Look, Elsa's hair is pretty, and she's running barefoot. <laughs> yeah, and she gets a cool dress. Also, <laughs> never she mind the talk- fact that they were like, oh god, <laughs> locked also, in, she- locked away. <laughs> also, she she talked to a woman once, and that means they're <laughs> lesbians. Means they're lesbians. Together. <laughs> okay, so um, oh. there is a there is a reason why I have not like I have I I have not talked about why why i legitimately think there 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 is like subtle like actual lesbian ro- relationship stuff between tylee and azula specifically because <laughs> i don't queer bait and <laughs> and like there's little to nothing there yeah, and I just, it's just it's an unhealthy, it's an unhealthy relationship, and I feel like oh yeah, totally. At unhealthy. least with with non straight relationships, there's already so much of that as a stereotype where like you know that kind of relationship is wrong, so it's expressed yeah. in a negative or abusive light already. That it's like why why contribute to that further? Well, <laughs> it's either like negative abusive, or or, or just or it's, Well, or it's just oh we like. We 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 like hold hands and we like peck e- we like peck each other on the face and we yeah. like run and we like adopt a baby, but <laughs> yeah. like we don't have problems because we're not allowed to have problems because we're not real people. We are just a stand-in for like what you want society to be. Yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. So but like, it- even though I. So, so like, even though I really want Azula Tylee to be a thing, I, I don't think Azula has ha, has a fully formed like emotional. Just, just, just she has the emotional no. capacity of a teaspoon, and I don't think that like Azula could wholeheartedly love anyone, be because she can't love herself first. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is it is interesting with her since she does consider herself a people person. And in most contexts, she's, yeah, she can clearly break somebody down. Or I guess it's, it's a matter of being able yeah. to present herself as an equal with them that she struggles with, which is why she can't get the guys or really do anything else with normal people <laughs> in normal society. But yeah, Azula, anyway. Well, okay. Azula can't be anyone's equal because... Because that's losing. Mm-hmm. She has to be the best, and and to be in a healthy re- re- relationship, there has to be give. There has to be give and take, and actual mutual respect, such as such su- such as all of the other healthy relationships we see in the series. Uh, uh so like uh, uh, the so <laughs> uh, sorry, so like Aang. 
Aang and Katara, uh, who who are super super great together, such as even like Zuko and May, who 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 like they are fighting this this episode, but both of them come out on 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 equal footing, even though Zuko technically has like like societal power over her you 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 know and like Sokka and in both of his relationships in this series where where like Sokka ends up having the most healthy full-formed fleshed out relationships out of any of these characters I feel and yeah no totally I agree with that yeah um yeah so May blows up at everybody. It is weird seeing her blow up at everybody. Zuko makes the wrong move. What the hell? Um, uh, okay, so um, if anyone watches The Bachelor but that also listens to our podcast, um, the 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 current season with Pilot Pete, it is it is it is like when 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 he like saw a poor girl crying and was like, "This is what I wanted to see. This is the emotion I wanted." Here arose. <laughs> And it's just no. I know yeah. you meant it different, but you're creepy and gross. Mm-hmm. Zuko. Oh, Zuko. Yeah. So they're arguing, yeah. uh, and then Ty Lee's like, "Hey guys, you know all this confrontation and bad negativity is bad for your skin. I mean, you'll totally break out." <laughs> Zuko just loses his shit. Ugh. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, my father yeah. decided to teach me a permanent lesson on my face. <laughs> and I was like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Zuko goes off on his tirade. Um, and he just, he doesn't understand why he's so dang angry, even yeah. though he basically has everything he ever wanted for years. He's gained his father's attention, and he, his dad thinks he's a hero now and stuff, and like, but he's not happy for whatever reason. <laughs> and then yeah. Azula and everybody else is like, yeah, who the hell are you angry at? Because you're angrier than usual oh. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me read out the, these quotes. Zuko should be happy be, being being home, but but he isn't. And then um, they, 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 they go on saying, who are you angry at? Uh, Zuko, Zuko says, no one, everyone, dad, uncle. <laughs> me myself i don't know yeah (laughs) ah and then the fire which um they 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 were they were surrounded by a by 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 pretty much like the burning fire of their family and uh and uh, the fire just goes sky high and then burns out because that was like the apex of his Mm. bottled emotion and it's cool like cathartic for him too. Yeah, and it's a bomb it's going like off. representation. Yeah, like this is a big deal for Zuko, I think, because he's usually not this um, introspective about himself. Like, keep in mind that I mean, he never really starts. I think this is the moment where he really starts to process. Wait, maybe my family's fucked up, and wait, you know what? Maybe I did make a decision that I now feel is wrong, which is why I am angry at myself right now and is finally able to confront it and start to take some responsibility for it. And previously, I mean, way back in like book one, he never would have been able to do that. And like, 
in the storm episode even like he can't even face his mm-hmm. past because and it's iroh who ultimately is the one yeah. who tells that story because he doesn't really share it with anybody exactly um, and then and, and then every moment b- before even e- 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 even when he has his like magical realism fever that like he he was battling with with, with himself and turned good mm-hmm. he never shared what he was feeling yeah with iroh mm-hmm. it's always and, been bottled up yeah and sometimes it's hard to know what's going on in his head <laughs> for him it's just a confusing time because he doesn't really quite know what's going on in his head half the time yeah. until now which um, this is the only time that i want to blame iroh because iroh never pushed zuko to tell him how he's feeling because like iroh knows what zuko's feeling because he's just so intuitive mm-hmm. and like be- and like because of that zuko never actually had that release like he just had some of the foam skimmed skimmed from the top yeah it's yeah in many respects i think his uh his arc in terms of just being even more introspective with himself and being less hot-headed to a degree it's kind of how it's kind of like the whole toxic masculinity toxic masculinity thing in our society you know where like for for guys it's deemed bad to be to have any other emotion other than anger you know and like expressing that emotion is considered weak if you're a guy so like yeah crying is bad being sad is bad Mm -hmm. how dare you be sad yeah and for zuko that was deemed bad because i mean his dad didn't like it and his emotion and sympathy for uh for others is what got him banished ultimately in the first place so i mean from there makes sense that he'd start to believe oh okay well all that stuff is wrong so i'm just gonna release all my emotions through blind rage and not really process them because i wasn't taught to fully process my emotions um yeah so it so yeah this is a big deal not only is he actually trying to look inward and think about why he feels the way he feels but he's also sharing it with other people which he never does and uh (laughs) The first step to change is admitting you have a problem. I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and I think this is like the really big step that uh, I think for a lot of viewers might give people hope. It's like, wait, you know what? He's actually acknowledging some things about himself now. Maybe there is still hope for him in his re- maybe redemption arc <laughs> that we thought was down the toilet at the start of the season. Yeah, so. because because Zuko's. Zuko centered himself over things happen to him and Zuko has to react to them. Not that Zuko causes things. To him, he do- he doesn't have agency. He he doesn't have onus. So when so when he pushed Iroh away, that wasn't him doing it. That was Iroh making him do that. Mm-hmm. So so it wasn't his responsibility. Azula did did bad things to him. He c- couldn't do anything about it. His dad did bad things to him. He he couldn't he couldn't do do anything about it. He was banished. He just has to get unbanished and just play by those rules. And it's finally like I did something bad. I don't like myself. I need to change myself. And 
everything that I've been trying to do ever since episode one is why I hate myself. Yeah. And it's sad and awesome and terrible. So they're both, but hey, he's admitting he has a problem, so it's a step in the right (laughs) direction. Yeah. Um, Plus, um, plus, I like how um, um, uh, Azula questions whether Zuko's mad at her. And and yet again, reading way, way too much into it, I think part of it is is just, hey, are you jealous of me being so perfect and awesome? And is that why (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're so terrible? Because I'm jealous of what you have, too, type of connection thing. That she mm-hmm. can't say because she has to be perfect because she can't actually share, like like everything she's feeling because that's weak. Yeah, uh, oh, it's good stuff. So we conclude all those intense emotions with Azula clapping for the wonderful yeah. performances, and yeah, everyone's Zuko. like, "Well, of course you would because you're so freaking perfect." Oh, uh, Zuko makes amends with. May May's turned on by the fact that he actually became introspective for a change. Yeah. <laughs> you are pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Azula says that, not Yeah. Not wonderful, me. wonderful performances, everyone. Yeah. It's like, well, of course you'd say that because you're just so perfect. It's like, yeah, I know. I mean, I could go on and on about how mom our mom likes Zuko more than me, but I don't really care. And then she's like, she looks deep in the fire, and then they zoom in on her face. My own mother thought I was a monster. Long pause. She was right, of course, but it still hurt. <laughs> like, there's so much to, like, unpack <laughs> in that. Yeah. Like, well. Well, one, Azula thinks that she's a monster. That's terrible. Deep, 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 deep down. <laughs> I mean, not, not even deep down. She thinks that she's a monster, but that also being a monster is something to aspire to because well, yeah, she's trying I think to be more, perfection. Yeah. Like, I think she admires, like, or she thinks she admires that, admires the monster things. Like, well, yeah, of course I am. But deep, 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 deep down, she knows it's kind of a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah, it is this really hard mix of just, Azula doesn't, like herself because she feels that no one like can can like the true her and that she always has to hide and change and be perfect and, and that you can't no- love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else <laughs> can i can i get an amen up in here <laughs> yes amen. let the music play <laughs> uh, yeah but it everyone here isn't perfect and 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 we've slowly seen the gang have these moments of learning learning their insecurities learning what makes them not not entirely love themselves learning what their deepest fears are learning why they are the way they are and this episode is so great because we got all of that over over two whole seasons 
for everyone else and we have 20 minutes to get like the other three women azula ty lee and may yeah and we do it mm-hmm. zuko we've we we've known for like a long while so i kind of don't count him in this <laughs> like everyone else we we really get what what makes them tick and it doesn't feel cheap and it doesn't feel rushed mm-hmm. and you and you leave feeling smooth yeah and, uh, again i mean i keep making the breakfast club jokes but yeah if you go back and rewatch that movie it's totally like the climax of the movie where they're just all sitting in a circle talking about why they are the way they are after you spent like an hour the first hour of the movie like just watching them put on the faces that they always put on yeah. in order yeah in order to fit in with their respective um clicks, clicks. so yeah but yeah so this is good um then they proceed to have one last hurrah by yeah. literally crashing the party. <laughs> uh, I wrote, quote, Tylee feels, fe- feels smooth. Azula wants to commit arson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normal and day. everyone else just kind of goes along with it, I guess. Yeah, Which so they go back. Group bonding activity. I know, it's so sweet. You know, just good old-fashioned bonding. Yeah, so they'll go back in and they literally just start trashing the house. Um, Chan's freaking out because his Admiral dad is going to flip. Um, <laughs> not just because the base, I guess. And and then we end with like a still shot of <laughs> the gang all together smiling, except for Zuko, who looks broody as hell, and May, who looks broody as hell. Yeah, but, that, but, that, <laughs> but that's warm. That, that's them. <laughs> and then fire in the background. Yeah. It's glorious. Um, yeah. So it's so adorable. And that's the episode. I love this episode. It might be my favorite in the entire series. I don't know. It <laughs> ev- Every time I watch my like top four favorite episodes, the one that I, that, that, that I, that I watched the latest always, all, 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 always becomes my new favorite. And I keep on finding new things but like listeners you know i love the fire nation i love every single fire nation character and this has so much not only world building because because there's because there's a lot of world there's because there's a lot of world building but there's a lot of lore and there's just a lot of detail and there's a lot of heart that's put into a really tightly well well written succinct episode where f where every time i think back to it i always forget the gang isn't it yeah like it is it again it's really weird seeing the gang in this episode in particular like i don't think they needed to be here but then on the other hand i kind of get why they are there because they needed to introduce combustion man at some point and i honestly can't think of another point where you could have introduced that character and still kept the the pacing that you want it to have. Yeah. So yeah, that's a tricky conundrum. But yeah, they yeah they just couldn't do it next episode. I think without messing with the 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 whole pace. Yeah, um, I mean they couldn't uh, do it next episode because of just the nature of next episode. I'll be yeah. jarring, but. 
um, yeah, I get it. But aside from that part, which is it's fine on its own. It's just when it's in this episode. Um, it doesn't feel needed. Just, no. And it, that's kind of what takes down uh, my, I guess, a personal score for the beach a little bit. Not by a lot, but just, I mean, it's jarring when you have to cut. We, we talked about the gang stuff all at once in this episode. Um, and this episode, in reality, it actually cuts back and forth between the two, which is which. Odd. Which it does do it at really good points, but yeah. but unlike other other episodes where where where, where they cut back and and forth to to do some analogy, but between the scenes, they're two totally disconnected plots, so they don't help eat help eat each other. Example in a previous episode when like we 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 just see Iroh getting super buff. Like that actually corresponds to what Sokka's going yeah, through when he is training and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like both of them para both both of them parallel. And when Sokka has his moment of triumph, Iroh also has his moment of triumph. Here, uh, like here, Aang acts like a like an idiot, and he has to keep. The headband on at all times. Also, why is he naked swimming? He has arrows all over his all over his body. I'm sorry. Do you want to live? Right. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but aside from that, this is a great episode. It's I don't know where I'd rank it. It's I don't know if it'd be my top five. It might be my top five. It's at the very least in my top ten, though. It's a good episode. Yeah. At the very end of this season, we are we we, we are gonna have to rank every single episode. Oh my god, why? Not, <laughs> no, no, no. Not like every single episode, but like top five. Oh, okay. Of hard. Of, of all episodes. And this might make it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be I think it will. Mm, I don't know though. Especially because then I, I forget about episodes like the one that's up next week. It's like, oh, yeah, I really like that episode. It's like, shoot, I, I don't know why I always forget about that one in particular. But So what, what episode's coming up next week, Leslie? The next episode is yet another classic. It is book three, chapter six, The Avatar and the Fire Lord. Ooh. So good. Oh, my God. So good. Just like I'm loving these back-to-back -back really solid episodes. It's like that in book one, too, where it's like, wow, the storm was so good. And then the blue spirit was immediately after that. It's like, oh my god, this is so good too. <laughs> uh, so and yet again, this is where Avatar like excels, which is just parallel journey episodes. Mm -hmm. It's a Zuko Ang parallel episode. <laughs> it's I'm so excited love it but until then stay flaming <laughs>